Well, good morning to each of you. Good to see you all here. I guess we don't have a Bible reading this morning. But I'll be doing basically that. Um, so this morning I'll be reading the story of the birth of Christ um, from Matthew. And it starts in Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. So I'll be reading the portion of Matthew, and then Levon will be coming up after me and reading the portion in Luke, I believe. Um, so as I was just pondering this passage of scripture, it just came to my mind how many times I've heard this, and it just seems like I hardly can grasp the depth of what it's saying, because I've just heard it so many times. It just You almost gloss over the actual depth of this passage. So I hope it can be a blessing to you as I read this. I'll start in Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. Now the birth of Jesus was on this wise, when, as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph... Thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife, and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that was born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east, and are come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and the scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, art not the least among the princes of Judah, for out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel." Then Herod, when he had privately called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. And he said, un- and he said unto them, to- and he sent them to Bethlehem, and said, Go and search diligently for the young child, and when ye have found him, bring, him, bring me word again, that I may come and worship him also. When they had heard the king, they departed, and lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed unto their own country another way. And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, and take the young child and his mother, and flee into Egypt, and be thou there until I bring thee word, 
for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed into Egypt, and was there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt have I called my son. Then Herod, when he saw that he was mocked of the wise men, was exceeding wroth, and sent forth and slew all the children that were in Bethlehem, and in all the coasts thereof, from two years old and under, according to the time when he was when he had diligently inquired of the wise men. Then was fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremy the prophet, saying, In Ramah there was a voice of voice heard, lamentation and weeping, and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, and would not be comforted because they are not. But when Herod was dead, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Arise, and take the young child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for they are dead which sought the young child's life. And he arose and took the young child and his mother, and came into the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus did reign in Judea, in the room of his father Herod, he was afraid to go thither, notwithstanding being warned of God in a dream, he turned aside into parts of the Galilee. And he came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophets. He shall be called a Nazarene. So, it's a very detailed story, I guess. Um, And as I was reading over it, there's five different places where there was a prophecy in the Old Testament that was now fulfilled just in this short passage. And I was looking one of the prophecies um, about virgin being with child. That one was by Isaiah. And then the one about Bethlehem, the land of Judah, art thou not the least? Thou art not the least. Um, that one, I believe, was by Jeremiah. Um, no, that one was by Micah. There was a different one by Jeremiah. So I was looking to see when they lived, and it would have been about 800 years before this came to pass. So that would be about 100 years before Christopher Columbus sailed to America, to our perspective, someone prophesying that I would get up here and be reading this passage. It was basically that specific, that far in the in the past. So it was pretty interesting, pretty amazing that something so specific, so far in the past, could be prophesied. Um, and then as we were singing here in the congregational singing, the song, Just As I Am, in the very last verse, it says, Thy love unknown hath broken every barrier down. I was like, wow, that's actually kind of true. It's like, for me, it's just a little hard to realize the love that God had for me to come down to earth as a son. But still that love breaks all our barriers down, and if we can give ourselves to him and understand his love for us, it will make all the difference in our lives. So that's all I had to share. Good morning to each one. I will be reading out of Luke, the account there. I love what Myron said there. Um, I don't like it, but it seems like it happens quite often. We hear this story so often that we do tend to gloss over it. Um, right at first, when, I, when Earl asked if I could read this, I was like, I didn't know what I would comment on even. I mean, you know, we all know this story so good. But as I read it... Um, 
there was a few things that stood out to me, so I will probably stop um, a few places in here and make some comments. Unless they're reading in Luke chapter 2, I'm going to read all the way to verse 40. Beginning in Luke 2, verse 1. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenus was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went out from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. I'm going to stop here for a little bit. Um, I was reading um, commentary by Adam Clark. No, yeah, Adam Clark. Um, I like what he said there about this verse. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. This shall be a sign or token unto you. You shall find this glorious person, however strange it may appear, wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a stable. It is by humility that Christ comes to reign, and this is the only way into his kingdom. Pride is the character of all the children of Adam. Humility is the mark of the Son of God. And all his followers, Christ, and and of all his followers. Christ came in the way of humility to destroy that pride, which is the root of evil in the souls of men. And thus, according to old medical aphorism, opposites are destroyed by their opposites. And I was just thinking um, how uncommon that would be. You know, we read this so often, it's, we hear it from little up that um, there was no room in the inn, so they went to the stable and Jesus was born and they put him in a manger. But I was just thinking now, if there was somebody of great importance, say a president or something like that, that would happen to you. They would be traveling and there wouldn't be any room in a hotel and they would have to go to a barn and they would have a baby there and he'd be put in a manger. That would make news, like national news. I mean, everybody would hear about it. But here... <clears throat> It seems like nobody really found out except the shepherds, which also were a very lowly lot back in their day. They were not um, high up in the social realm at all, one of the more lower class. And God chose them to be the first to know or the first to tell them. The angel appeared unto them. So yeah, that just really stood out to me, just the whole aspect of humility there and what was said there by Adam Clark. Um, it is by humility, humility that Christ comes to reign, and this is the only way into his kingdom. Okay, let's continue reading verse 13 there. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which is come to pass, which the, Lord, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. 
And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, as it was told unto them. And when eight days were accomplished for the circumcising of the child, his name was called Jesus, which was so named of the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the days of her purification were and when the days of her purification, according to the law of Moses, were accomplished, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male that openeth the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. And to offer a sacrifice according to that which is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Ghost was upon him. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, then took he him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now let us thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people. I light to lighten the Gentiles and a glory of thy people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. And Simeon blessed them, and said unto Mary his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising again of many in Israel, and for a sign which shall be spoken against. Yea, a sword shall pierce through through thine own soul, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. And there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phineuel, of the tribe of uh, Aser, she was of a great age and had lived with her husband seven years from her virginity, and she was a widow of about fourscore and four years, which departed not from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. And she, coming in that instant, gave thanks likewise unto the Lord, and spake of him to all them that looked for redemption in Jerusalem. And when they had performed all things according to the law of the Lord, they returned unto Galilee, to their own city, Nazareth. And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit, Filled with, the wis- filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Also the verse there, 19, stood out to me. <clears throat> but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. That was a challenge to me. Um, how often do we take time to just ponder, ponder these things in our heart? Like I said, it's like we read over them, you know, and hear them so often. But if you sit there and ponder them, it gives you a different perspective. It gives you a different meaning. Um, of the whole account here. Um, also, I was going to say something there uh, about the Simeon and Anna. It says Simeon was devout, was a just and devout man. And I don't know how long it was um, uh, from when the Holy Ghost revealed unto him that he wouldn't die until he had seen the Lord's Christ. But it could have been a little while. He could have been waiting for a few years. But he trusted in God, and it says, as soon as he saw him, uh, let's see here, where's that verse? And he came by the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, then took he him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now let us thy servant depart in peace according to thy word, for mine eyes have seen thy salvation. Just the uh, steadfastness of Simeon, uh, I'm always blessed by that. Um, Yeah, I believe that's pretty much all I had. Um, 
Because I will do the demo of Jarl.